Today, I was meeting a friend over Zoom, and I made a joke about how these Zoom rooms that people have their meetings in should really be customizable in the same way that we customize our physical offices. Um, and then I realized I don't actually know if people do that anymore. Like with the kind of open floor plans being on the rage, people often don't have offices. And so there's not really this same chance to decorate your office with like, you know, the world's best boss mug and pictures of your family and all your degrees on the wall. And thinking about this brought me back to a flashback, actually, um, a memory of visiting my dad in his office for Take Your Child to Work Day in the year 2000. Um, or perhaps this was, this could have been 1999 in the fall. Um, but so it was Take Your Child to Work Day. My brother and I went, um, and I, this was, I think, the first year that my dad thought I was old enough to visit the office. I don't think my brother Adam had gone either to the, to the office at that point, mainly because it was probably pretty annoying to just take one child up to DC. Um, and so he had to wait till I was old enough. Sorry, Adam. Um, but anyway, together we went into my dad's office and there were a few notable things that occurred that day. One was we got to try on a virtual reality headset in the year 2000. It was this driving simulation um, and the headset weighed like 25 pounds, um, but we thought it was totally rad. That was such a cool thing. The second thing that happened was I actually got my first programming lesson uh, in basic. Uh, the engineer that taught me gave me this floppy disk with the program that I built on it. Um, and when I got home, I pretty quickly lost it, which was really sad because I loved, I loved programming and I didn't pick up programming again until I was 20 basically. So that was sad. Um, but the third thing that happened that day, which is actually the most notable, I have the strongest memory of this was going to actually visit my dad's office this thing that I don't know if it happens anymore, but he had an office, an actual space where he had stuff. He had a chair and well, a chair in addition to his desk chair. Um, he had like pictures on the walls that I'd never seen before. These knickknacks from conferences and this really cool box that was like two concave mirrors put up against each other. And when you put like an item in the center of these two mirrors, it made it look like it was a hologram floating in space. Really cool thing. Um, and these things, in addition to being interesting, basically gave me a different impression of my dad. At that time, I think in fourth grade, I was still at this point where I mostly defined people based on what they wore and owned. To me, my dad was the collection of old patches that he had in his house in our house um, from when he was in the Navy and the old clothes that he had and all the old like knickknacks that he kept in the basement and the collections of screws and nuts and bolts. This is how I defined my dad. And so when I saw all these other things that he owned that had meaning to him that I'd never seen before, it was like seeing a new version of my dad. Now, of course, 
the reality wasn't too far off. My dad surely was a different person in the office. And it wasn't because he owned this cool hologram box. It was because he was around different people in the office than he was at home with us, his family or his friends. Um, and so he could be a different person. And I don't really know what that person was, but it was surely different. And this is healthy. This is actually really important. There's all this research that shows that we need a place to be, to try on different identities. We need a space to be around different people so we can do this. This is why um, bowling leagues were popular apparently back in like the 60s and 70s. Um, and offices provide this. Workplaces are great for this. But in this world of remote work, what happens? So I started thinking about that, um, about how when you don't have the office, how do you be a different person? It seems totally wrong to like try on a different personality with somebody, with the same person, essentially. If you see the same person every day, how can you be a different person? Um, you know, it'd be weird if like I was around my friend and one day I was like really into hip hop and then the next day it wasn't. Like they would be confused. They would say that, hey, like what's your authentic self? This is incongruent. Why do you act differently on two different days? Um, and I think as a Westerner, this idea that we need to be consistent in our personality is really strong. Um, but it doesn't apply here in Japan. <laughs> I, I realized this as I was thinking about this. Japan is like kind of the opposite. In Japan, a lot of the social life here is built on this assumption that you can be different people at different times within the same community. You can have your coworkers and interact with them one way at the office and then go out to karaoke afterwards and be totally different. Karaoke here is this place where people can try on totally different versions of themselves. They might confess their love for somebody or uh, come out of the closet or um, get naked or, you know, it, it sing. <laughs> That's something that you're supposed to do at karaoke. But I think that happens actually pretty rarely. Oftentimes when people go out to karaoke here. Um, but I guess it's, it's a space where you can try on different identities around the same people. And the notable thing to me is when I talk to my friends about their crazy karaoke outings, they mentioned that the next day, everything's normal. Nobody even really asks about what happened the night before. And if they are asked, they don't try to justify what happened or um, explain that, oh, I was just so drunk. They just acknowledge it, that it happened. They acknowledge that they can be a different person the night before than they are right then the next day. That's hard for me as a Westerner. And actually, this makes me think back on some research that I did a few months ago. I dug up some papers on authenticity and what, you know, the connection between authenticity and happiness. And one of the notable moderators that was found is that in these cultures that are not so individualistic, like Japan and China, authenticity means something different authenticity doesn't mean consistency like it does in the US. Oftentimes we think about authenticity as being the same person all the time. If you change and you're not authentic, but here it's different and, and consistency doesn't play into it in the same way. People can 
feel authentic and report that they feel authentic and be happy while not being consistent, which is cool. I think that's something that I need to learn from, especially in this day and age when I'm seeing the same people within the same community all the time. I need to feel comfortable changing and growing and being different on different days. So that's my resolution that I'm taking away from Japan.、Um, and I suppose that I should also、uh, put my money where my mouth is and invite the same from my friends. So if you're listening to this and you're my friend, feel free to be different around me than you normally are, and then be different again the next day. And we'll see how it goes. I think it'll make me uncomfortable at first, but I'm hoping that I'll get used to it. So, what do you think about all this? Put your thoughts in the comments below, and I'll see you next time.